Mike. Always got his megaphone and everything. Uh, Shadano and Cappy now join us. Ireland is in Denver. What's going on, guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I will say this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm with John. It's like enough of the threes. Yeah. I, it just That's it. Don't do it. You're not good at it. It's like the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Cap, I would equate it to if you and I were playing golf and on the first tee you hit your three iron into into the woods and we got to the second hole and I say, Cap, what club do you want? And you say three iron. Yeah. And you hit it into the woods again. And we get to the third hole and I say, what are you going to hit here? And you say three iron and you hit it in the water. Why are we continuing... (laughs) the same strategy there is no rule that says you have to shoot a bunch of threes i wish that uh in particular just one guy i mean listen not that anybody's been good but gosh man anthony davis for all the years of talking about how he doesn't want to play center he looks great i mean through three games he looks really great down in the center position that's where he belongs stop shooting feed the big man the yeah in terms of three pointers made the lakers are dead last Dead last by, in terms of three-pointers. By made. a mile. Yeah, they, it's they not even close. They shoot 21%. The next closest team is at 28. And then it yeah. goes like 29, 30, 31. Like all those are bunched up. But, but it's it's the worst three-point shooting team after three games in NBA history. Well, here's the worst part of it. So Russell Westbrook is guarded on only 41% of his three. Wow. And, oh, no, I'm sorry. 41. It's, it's even worse. It's actually 41% of his jump shots. Okay? Not just threes. So, I mean, and we saw it, Nurkic, bare, I mean, they switched Nurkic on him and Zubats in the game before that, and, and they barely even, like, actually guard him. They're just like, whatever, dude, shoot it. The second closest guy is Aaron Gordon. Do you want to guess what Ireland or, or Mace, what percentage he's guarded on jump shots? I wouldn't even know. Uh, I'd say 60%. 60% on the nose. So yeah. that is a wow, huge smart. difference, wow, though. Yeah. That's impressive. I'm super smart. I just knew that in my head. Huge sure. difference. This is like a supercomputer. Yeah. Good Lord. How about this headline on ESPN.com right now? Mm. The Lakers might be the worst shooting team in NBA history. Wow. I feel like John just said that. Did he say yeah, it but it only comes out when they print it on ESPN. <laughs> no, no, but, but how about this? No, but how, literally, he might have said that like 30 seconds ago. Yeah, 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 but the headline is interesting because the next line is... <laughs> yeah, the next listen, line. Listen to this next line. The Clippers are building a new arena, but it's the other Los Angeles team that is laying bricks at a record oh, pace. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. That's yep. a shot. I'll tell Not you this. tonight. Tonight we we slay the dragon. We're going to shoot <laughs> under thirty threes really? and upset the Nuggets. Really, the Nuggets are the dragon now. <laughs> yeah, they're the dragon. <laughs> right. And on Friday, the T Wolves are the dragon. Gotcha. The well, hey, listen. If if they win tonight, then what is the what is the conversation tomorrow regarding Russ Westbrook coming off the bench? Period. Yeah. Well, how if about they win, if they win without him on the floor. He's coming off the bench. Stephen A says that's don't. happening no matter what on Friday. Stephen A said that? He says that he has heard that's happening no matter what on Friday. Well, then he, then that's good for Russ, because then what Russ can do is he can come off the bench, he can play like five minutes, and then he can get really, really, really hurt. Not like just one game hurt, like, oh, no, because I didn't start, now I'm really hurt. So, sorry, guys. I'll be over here if you need me. Hey, did, a, did you know. uh, just as, as an aside here, totally different thing. <laughs> It's not even an aside. It's just a new thing. Okay, left turn. Yep, left turn. So did did you guys see this tweet? I don't know if you guys talked about it or not. Did, did they talk about the uh, the lady in the garden tweet? No. Did you did you guys talk about this? No, don't no, know I, don't, okay. no I don't even know what it is. Okay, so this lady tweeted this today or oh, yesterday. Yeah, this uh, was it, in our group chat. No, wait. Did Ram- is this the story Ramona told with Andy? Yes, yesterday? I just haven't had a chance. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard it. Um, I heard them talking about it. Okay. So the tweet goes, my husband and I wake up every morning and bring out coffee to the garden and sit and talk for hours. It never gets old and we never run out of things to talk about. Now, to me, that's just obnoxious. That's just <laughs> bragging. Their their happiness is obnoxious. No, they're, them, them bragging about it. Is what is what bothers. Like I look, if they are sitting in their garden watching the butterflies and waiting for hummingbirds and all that stuff and yeah. talking for hours and hours and yeah. laughing and rolling around in the yeah. grass and whatever else they do, I good mean, for them. Want, but you don't you need want to talk about eating in bed together, like you know. I, I, I've ne- I don't I hardly talk about Juan. I mean, his name well, comes well, up, but I, I don't on, talk about me. what. Excuse me. Yeah. Today, today, did I hear this correctly? What 
that the day you met Juan at like Cafe Del Mar, where where'd you say? Casa you Del Mar. Yeah. The day you met Juan, you guys hooked up, you guys went home together that night? Yep, that is absolutely correct. And by the way, Jorge says the same thing. And who else said the same thing? Bergman, you said the same thing. Yeah, you're a hater of joy. No, no, what you we're talking about. No, I'm not a hater. <laughs> yes, you no, are. Well, no, I think we're talking thing. about two different things now. Now we're what, talking no. about Mace hooking up with Juan and going home with him the first night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So so did uh, Jorge, and so, then so did I, yeah. yeah and I will admit, I also must, I, I will tell you, the very first night I was with Rachel, total hookup, and it's been three years. There you go. So, Sedano, what about you? Yeah, absolutely. First night? If there's, uh, first night? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah, first night, yeah. My first boyfriend that I dated for like years. Uh, same thing. Same thing. Really? Yeah. Met, met and hooked up on the first night. It's a connection. there. It's there from the yeah. get-go. Totally. Right. I See, I think so, too. It's, uh, there's a spark, and it goes. Or there's no spark, and it doesn't go. Correct. Well, the uh, point was, you said you don't really talk about Juan, and then that was a very intimate detail you gave away. It was it? Was it really? I mean, I it was so. intimate. There's no I question. So. Um, but I'll, I'll say this to you, Mace, about this uh, this this tweet. This right? lady in the garden. Twitter is the worst the place to put that on because first of all, everybody hates everything on Twitter. Let's start with that part of the equation, That's like, especially other people's happiness. Like you could literally just write, "Hey, pretty day outside," and be like, "What do you mean, pretty day? Go to hell!" <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen that tweet actually. Sad yeah. but true. But and that's what you're doing. You're the guy screaming "Go to hell" because you have a you have a nice life or you have a nice relationship with your husband. I just I understand, don't... Mace. I get it, man. Because I I've had some friends that they have the perfect life, and when I say they have the perfect life. They think they have the perfect life. Right. They tell you they have the perfect life. Yes. My wife is the most beautiful woman on the planet. My daughter is the smartest person ever put on the planet. I've got the greatest life ever and will tell you over and over again. And it used to annoy me. I was like, I have come to hate your happiness. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, why do you hate their happiness? Like, so you're understand. saying like, in real I, life, all, not I, on Twitter, right? Like, I'm like, not. I'm not a. Sh- I'm not an oversharer on social media to begin with. Like, um, I don't put every part of my life on social media. I don't think I've even tweeted outside of our community, but like twice in like a week. But like, and, and I don't. I'm not on like on Instagram that much either. But the there are people that like to do that and that teach their own let them have fun what do you no, care i'm talking real life i'm not talking social so you're media. Da- you have friends that are super happy that talk about being super happy and then you hate their happiness i not not often but in one particular instance this friend was so darn happy say all names. the time yeah what's his name and what you Bob. guys all know him you guys Ted. all know him just oh we know him oh, we oh know you guys him. all know him oh wow yeah, we all know, know him? him oh yeah wow yeah who, who is it this is my former radio partner, Billy Ray Smith. Oh, Billy Ray, yeah, great oh, guy. But come Billy on, Ray, Billy Ray. Billy yeah. Ray used to get every day. Hey, how you doing, man? Man, everything is awesome. My wife is the hottest woman on the planet. My daughter is the smartest person ever on the planet. And man, I've got the greatest life. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And I used to tell him all the time, I hate your happiness. Because I would, I'd be like, he's like, how about you? I'm like, oh, God, don't ask, man. My wife's Getting a disaster. Divorced, hate my right, wife. My right, kids are my driving kid, me crazy. My kids are all right. I got too many kids. <laughs> I mean, right. So, so I had to like compare it to my own By world. the way, nothing like your kids probably listening online right now go, wait, he has too many kids? Which one of us would he right. cut? Who would right. he cut? Yeah. yeah. Uh, one, two, three, and four. All yeah. too many. <laughs> See, I always think that, like, for example, Facebook and Instagram, I think people are, like, fronting. That's what that is oh, all yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Hashtag blessed. Here's Don't my... Hashtag blessed. I Here's the very best version of me. I wish I could be that, but I'm not really that. But mm-hmm. you, you still know, on okay, Facebook? So, no, my mom right. is on Facebook. I'm I go on, Facebook. on I go on Facebook because all of my mom's friends from years ago are there. I'm Ten not years I'm I've been Facebook. on Facebook. Happiest thing in the world I ever did. Smartest well, if you got off Twitter, you'd be happier, too. Uh, I'm not on Twitter that much. By the way, I'm also not on Twitter that much. Mace, did you see that I've returned to the community? No. Oh, yeah, there was a big music How did it get resolved? Oh, you didn't see what happened yesterday? No, I was was off yesterday. What happened? Oh, my God. There was like a whole music video dedicated to the situation. Yeah, Lindsay and Laura probably could find the song so you could hear the audio, but I think that you need to see the video also. I, I definitely want to see it. Yeah, and it's a collaboration with one of our great listeners. So you and a listener sang a song together? That's right. How did that come about? Well, this particular listener has been known uh, in circles as my personal hype man. Oh, wow. Yep. And um, he and I were chatting, and he's like, are you ever planning on returning to the circle? And I said, I am, 
but I don't just you know I don't just walk in. I try and kick down the door, and he said, "Well, let's let's do a collab." That's what people say now, Mace, when they want to sound cool, when they're trying to do things together. They do a collab. Oh, a collab, yeah. Right, right. So we did a collab together. Nice. Mason, when's your music video dropping? Uh, well, I, actually, we've been talking about doing a hype video. Uh, Jorge, I've been talking to about it, because Jorge's like a master of this stuff. And we've been yeah. talking about doing a Mason in Ireland hype video where like, we're doing all kinds of cool things. By the way, would that not be the same thing as that lady? Uh, saying she has a fantastic life right, and is right. in the garden and all you, that stuff. You, put, you posting a picture naked under a waterfall is the same thing as her posting about her. No, wife. no, it's not. Because I'm not, I'm not outwardly saying that you're in Costa Rica under a waterfall naked. Yeah, thank you. Mm. Not actively saying that. Yeah, it's the exact. Is same that the thing. same thing? By the way, Cap, you know when you were saying earlier that you have three kids and you, we were going to try and figure out which one it was, the one that you would drop. Mm -hmm. You know that Michael will answer the question. You know, normally, like George, you have two kids. <laughs> yes. Who's your favorite kid? Mm. What's he Ooh. saying? Arya gives me less trouble, so it's probably if I, if there's a favorite kid, it's her. Most kid, most people won't answer the question I just asked you. They'll say, yeah. well, I will never tell you I love one of my children more than the other. Yeah, no, no. I love Arya more. I she do. gives me way less grief. Michael, now, that may flip in a few years, but that, right now that's the Michael will immediately case. answer that question yeah. with no... Uh, he doesn't care that that you are surprised he's answered. Like, you go, Michael, if you're three kids, which one do you love the most? He'll go, oh, Trace. Yeah. Really? Go, Why? Because it gives me the least amount of trouble. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, really? Because, yeah, That's Trace, great. great to his mom. He's yeah. great to me. Great. Yeah. To, it's Trace. Yeah. But most parents won't answer that question. My no, mom I does quickly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'm watching this video that you did. Mm -hmm. That is so freaked out weird. Wait, why is it weird? He's wearing, isn't he wearing like different this wigs all the time? This is Mason getting jealous. No, he's wearing. I, I would. John, he's wearing wigs. He's got a hula hoop. He's doing wait, wait, all. Wait. He's got John. a megaphone. Well, Mace, John, I'm John, hold on, hold on. John said he's just that you're just jealous. Cap, what did I say yesterday yeah, after you, we premiered the video? Yeah, as soon as the video came out, George was like, "It won't be long before Mason's got his own video." There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, Mace, why is it weird? Think about it. The circle of trust. But why are you wearing those wigs? Those goofy well, let wigs. Me, let me because mm -hmm. because. Over the last two weeks, I haven't been in the circle of trust. I've been lurking. So I've sort of been incognito. I've been in costume, if you will. I've been behind the scenes. You didn't know it was me. So I'm trying to send some messages here. You're clearly not getting what I was putting down. Um, the hula hoop and the donut juggling, all representative of the circles, right? Because it's a circle. Oh, I of see. Trust, They're just circles, like a donut, right? Just like a hula hoop, right? These are circles. Yeah. And the different costume changes are you didn't know if it was me or not. Because I've been lurking. I mean, yeah. this is all supposed to be subliminal, yeah. Mace. It just clearly. I, look, you. I find it. I find everything you do to be entertaining, Cappy. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank and you including much. including this video, which I intend to retweet right now. Well, have you uh, have you ever done a collab yet with a listener? You know who we talk. I talked to about doing a collab is Jimmy Jam, who's a big listener to oh, the show in the station. the station. Yeah, yeah, he loves the station. Yeah. And so I've talked to him about uh, doing something with me in Ireland and, and actually having him produce a song because they know how to make anybody sound good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, he, he so sent does Casper me a message pre-Cappy about like doing like an intro for the song, for the song, for the yeah, show. He's yeah, he's, you know, they're getting inducted. Uh, Terry and uh, Jimmy Jam are getting, Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam are getting inducted into the Hollywood, or into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in December. Oh, oh nice. In yeah. Cleveland, are you going? In, in Cleveland. I'm not going. I'm not going. J yeah. Jimmy and I are not that tight. Oh, oh okay. well, we are, Jimmy and I. <laughs> are you well what uh, happened i think i've told the story before but um yeah. i had sheila e one day love sheila e uh at an interview on radio row at the super bowl yep. oh and i i the made prince the mistake you of, said yeah her? i made the mistake yeah. of asking her so tell me sheila e you and prince tell me you know about you guys you know about your relationship you guys were pretty you know pretty intimate right and she like looked at me like what? you don't know every detail like like everybody doesn't know this i was like but just tell me she got mad and kind of got up and walked out. And I was like, yo, Jimmy Jam, why don't you sit down, dog? And he did, and we broke out. You broke out. That's right. What did you not know about Sheila E? I just didn't know that she and Prince were like like a real, real thing. Oh, come know? on. Yeah, I didn't know. That's that's old news, man. Yeah, I understand that. But, that's old uh, news. You know, she yeah, 1987 like called. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with, uh, I want to say, uh, and this is going to be a political statement. So oh, God. No, we don't do politics. No, let me do it. Let me do it. Okay. Um, I'm with John Ireland. On? Candy corn. Oh, it's terrible. You like candy corn? Not only like it, love oh. it, and have an oh. entire system of eating it. First, I bite off the tip. 
That a boy, Cap. You know, then Oof. I go in for phase two, which is like the orange part. Yeah. And then I get down to the bottom. It's a three bite system on a candy corn. It's like eating a small candle. Maybe so, but it's, it's waxy. It's good. Yeah. It's like eating a block of sugar. Everybody here is like rolling their eyes. I uh, understand. Disgusting. 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 I don't mind being counterculture. Candy, candy corn. corn is disgusting. It's L- wax. Lindsay? It doesn't exist. Shouldn't. No, it does exist. No, it shouldn't. It. You'll Aww. eat it. It's not like I go out and buy it, but it, like I'll eat a handful of it. You know. Mm. Riley, by the no way, way, loves it. Thinks it's the best candy there is. Yeah, yeah, give her all the candy the corn. Nasty. Is if you give out candy corn at your house for Halloween, you're a cheapskate. Oh really? I like candy corn, but I would not give it away. You got to go big for yeah. the kids that come to your house. For now, me, do you go full size bars or the or the mini? Oh bars? yeah, hundred grand bars. Yeah, uh, which is the greatest candy ever invented. And if I run out of those, Hershey's with almonds. Oh, I love Hershey's with almonds. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I only give full-size candy bars, but I get very few trick-or-treaters at my house. You, you said you don't get any. That's, I, I mean, well, that's why he gives away full-size I, I candy have, bars. What happens is I get a bunch of full-size candy bars. Mm-hmm. No kids show up. You eat them. Then I have a whole bunch of nice candy bars. <laughs> very nice. Yeah, so that's how I roll. That's how I roll. All right, hey, uh, coming up next is a bunch of... Uh, Laughter and stupidity. Stupidity. Lots of it. Uh, Shadano and Cappy. Hey, uh, Super Cross Talk brought to you by Coors Light. Keeping Southern California chill all season long. Tomorrow, it is me and literally, I don't know who I'm working with. I have no idea. Bergman has no idea. So you'll have to tune in to find out who my co-host is tomorrow. Wheel of co-hosts. Back tomorrow at 1. Shadano and Cappy next, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yeah. 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 Come on. Bing, bam, bam, bam. Bam. Bing, bing, ba bing, do da 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 Short show today. Yeah, short show. Right up until the Lakers. This is the first win coming tonight, George. Yeah, you think so? You You're not buying that, huh? I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible. It's one game out of 82 in an NBA season, so I'm not going to like say no, but I mean. What's the uh, betting circumstances around this game tonight? I know you like to play, so you know like the oh, lines I, or the I this or the actually, that. Yeah, I haven't. I don't usually bet NBA games that early in the season. I already made the mistake of betting the Lakers plus five and a half to the Clippers mm-hmm. and them losing by six, so that was kind of annoying. So it's why right, I went Denver's, back to my normal position of not doing it. Okay, Denver is minus five in this game. Mm-hmm. I got the Lakers. Let's see. They are five point favorite. Where is the wise guy money going? Let's see. Yeah, let me know about the wise guy money. Wise guy money is going on the Lakers right now. Okay. They have seven right. steam moves, is what they call it. I think the Lakers will win the game tonight because Russ is not playing. Oh, and yeah. I, for sure. I, and I'm not here to be one of these guys who just continues to pile on Russ because I think Russ is the scapegoat. And I don't think he is solely individually responsible for this mess, uh, at least the mess of the first three games. However, and I said this to you yesterday, I really believe that this will be addition by subtraction. I think guys will play better and looser because nobody has to be on Russ alert. Nobody has to worry that Russ is out for this period of time in the game, but we're up eight and we better put Russ back in, otherwise he's not going to be real happy. 
knowing that he's not going to play is going to free this team up mentally and emotionally, let alone physically, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to win this game tonight. And then then we're going to have a whole new conversation come tomorrow. What would about that conversation what, be? About whether or not Russ needs to be around. And and by the way, I don't mean just trade. I think the conver- if they win tonight, I think the conversation might turn into they'd be better off just not having him around. But if they lose tonight, mm-hmm. then all, all bets are off. Then it's like, well, it's everybody. It's not just him. Right. Now, again, the Sharps like them to cover. It doesn't mean they like them to win. Yeah. Let yeah. me see what the win, the, the money line is. Yeah, let us know. Money line is, well, it also favors the Lakers, too. 38% of the bets, but 79% of the money. Okay. All right. So there you have it. They got to get the win tonight. I mean, they, they, they well, they can't, all, if they start off 0 and 4, I mean, I don't, I mean, I know it's an 82 game season, but I'm guessing there's not a lot of 0 and 4 starts to the season where you have like teams that have gone on to have a lot of success. Mm-hmm. Well, I just think that, again, this whole Russ situation, because I'm not so sure how many, let, well, let me pose it to everybody here. Does everybody think that Russ is hurt, or does anybody here think like he's feeling? No, he's hurt. hurt. No, he's he's legit hurt. Yeah, I think he's got a hamstring problem. Why wouldn't he have? I mean, that's like a very normal injury to have. And do you think that that is because um, fourteen years? Like you're doubting he's hurt? I don't know. Cappy's going conspiracy theorist here. I mean, that's yeah. I am. No, I mean, I'm just telling you. I'm just thinking that you know, guy guy starts, then he's told they we're going to bring we're going to bring you off the bench. And then all of a sudden, five minutes later, he's hurt. But then he's able to come back once the regular season starts. And now the piling on begins through three games. And it's like, you know what, man? I don't feel like playing. So hamstring's convenient. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, there's just certain guys that I don't think, like, milk injuries. I don't see him being one of them historically. So I'm not really buying that. Well, I think that the, we are in uncharted territory in Russ's career. Because I don't know that he's ever been piled on quite the way he has been um, through the first three games of the season. I mean, we th- if you thought last year was bad, I think the first three games have been worse. Yeah. So I, mean, I think probably. to some degree, there, there's there's probably a part of him in his mind that is like, hey, look, something just doesn't feel 100%, I'm out. Versus, hey, I'm not 100%, but I still got to power through this. We, we, they, they need me. I don't think he feels needed or wanted, frankly. Uh, all those are probably fair, I would say. You don't think that sounds fair? Like, I'm with you on that. Like, I mean, it, there's not like a lot of like love right now when it comes to him. Like, I'm sure there are people there that uh, are looking at him. And, and, and I think people feel bad for him. I, I don't know if everyone feels bad for him. I started, I'm at that point where I'm feeling bad for him. I saw the uh, there was the Anthony Davis um, I don't know like mini little presser you know like those annoying basketball um, interviews where the media is standing around the player and the player is talking but you can't understand a word he's saying because you there's like five hundred basketballs yeah bouncing in the background right and you just you're having to like watch it four times to just try and figure out what did he say I watched this AD thing yeah. and I'm like AD's talking about ah oh, we got to have his back and we want him to know that we love him and we want him to know that we've got him. And I'm like, yeah, do you guys? I mean, do you really? Is that is that like a big thing? You guys are all kind of going up to Russ, going, "Hey, Russ, listen, it's all it's us versus the world, man. You're with us. You know, we hey, we help get get you here, and we want to make this thing right. And um, hey, it's it's us so against the world." You're saying he's a liar. I'm saying I'm not really buying what he's selling. Well, then you're saying he's a liar. All right, if that's how you want to phrase it. I mean, I don't know how else should I phrase it. I'm saying that AD is a is a team guy that's standing up there and he's trying to say the right stuff. Yeah, but, but you don't I, think he's re- actually had a conversation with Russ, is what you're saying. On the receiving end, this is me. I'm on the receiving end. Yeah. Not really convincing. Okay. So do you believe he's had a conversation with him? Um, Possible that he has. Okay. But not so sure it's like ultra sincere. I think that Russ, I, I would say that my guess is that LeBron and AD in particular probably look at Russ like, man, we, we went to bat for you, dude. Like, we got you here. You wanted to be a Laker? You wanted to come home? We made that happen for you. And look at the disaster that it's turned into. I 
I just I, honestly like this season's already tiresome to me, and it's I vey tiresome after three games. Yeah. It's only three games. What are you talking yeah. about? These guys are going to be champs. No, nobody actually believes that. Do you think? I think Michael Thompson believes that. I mean, I don't think he actually believes that. Okay. Now well. him, I'm willing to say he's a liar. <laughs> I'm not willing to say Anthony Davis is, but I'm willing to say Michael's full of crap. <laughs> I'm willing to say that he's Mishigas. Really? Little Mishigas, yeah. huh? Yeah, I like your use of, of Yiddish. That's very good. Little Mishigas, yeah. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. But uh, by the way, how about Clay yesterday? Dude. Did you see that? I've never seen Clay, and maybe maybe it's just because I no, have He talks like, trash every not, game. But I, I don't know if it. I, I don't, it's certainly I've never seen it escalated to that. Neither has anyone because he's never been thrown out of a game before. Never seen that before where he kind of loses his cool. And even after the referees come in and they separate him, I mean, Devin Booker walked away. Devin Booker had that look like I've gotten his head and uh, I don't need to say a word. I don't need to throw any punches. I just walk away because I've already accomplished what I was trying to accomplish. And Clay was just undone, unglued and, uh, you know, kept coming back for more. Till right. the refs finally said, you, you're out. You're out of here. Well, they were going for a while. Like, it was several minutes of going back and forth, and it just kept getting heated. Although I do like how Clay like, gave the uh, four, you know, four fingers and pointed at his hand, like, I got four rings, like, and you That's don't right. have any. I wonder mm-hmm. if he does that to Michael, because you know, Michael only has two. So he's like, I got four. Maybe that's why he's not the most beloved child in his house. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he holds up four on one hand and two on the other, and then he points to himself. Yo, me four, you two, you too, yeah, me right here. I me, would four, do that. You, you too. Wouldn't you do that? Damn right, I would. I would totally do that if Michael was my dad and he gave me grief, and I was. Well, crying. I would just, I would just do it if I had four, I mean, given that I have zero. <laughs> just, I mean, no matter not, what, not much I can say, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm, I can do yeah, in that situation. I, yeah, I, I would totally do that. But I, that actually was far more interesting to me than anything the Lakers have done to this point. Like, honestly, like just because the Lakers, I, I need to see them win a game before I feel like I can have a different opinion about something. Because I well, feel like we're why... just having the same conversation for three straight days. And by the way, when we have this conversation, it only seems to get progressively worse. Because forget about what we think about them. It's what the league thinks about them. And, and again... You know, regardless of what you think we think about how the league may perceive them, people like Sham Sharania, we have this audio, I believe, that Lindsay found and Laura has as well uh, from his Bally Sports Show, The Rally. And mm-hmm. he talked about how teams are perceiving the Lakers right now. And it's, it's not very good, let's just say. Teams are viewing the Lakers in a, in a state of desperation, mm-hmm. and they want either both of their unprotected first-round picks, definitely at least one, and I think that's going to create an issue. And at the end of the day, Darvin Ham was brought in to handle all of this, yeah. right? And he was brought in to handle whether Russell or Westbrook is going to start or come off the bench. And right now they're 0-3 this year, and I think a lot of what we saw last year is being repeated. I mean, mm. doesn't that sound right to you? Mm. What? Um. Does the league perceive the Lakers as desperate? Yes. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because they are. Right. I mean, let's let's be realistic about it. They are desperate. Mm-hmm. What are they desperate to do? They're move desperate Russ. to move on from Russ. Right. As for Darvin Ham was brought here to fix this situation. That um, is part of it. There's nobody who can fix this. Correct. Now, the only person who has any control in fixing this is Russ himself. You know, George, we both watched the Redeem Team documentary, right? One of the things that I found so interesting about that documentary is how intimidated everybody was in the room by Kobe, but how LeBron was able to bridge that sort of fear factor by lightening the mood all the time, right? I mean, isn't that what LeBron did? And isn't that what he was being given credit for? Yeah. He can't do that with this team. No. He well, he's he can't. also not that guy anymore. Like, you know, in 2008, I mean, you're talking about 14 years ago, man. Like, he's a completely different person back Fair. then. He's 24 years old or 23 Fair. years old. Fair. But, but the Russ personality in the locker room, LeBron can't and therefore probably doesn't even try to do what he knows he can do, which is lighten everybody up if he wants to. He just knows with this personality around, can't do it. So Darvin Ham may have been brought in to handle it. Darvin Ham is handling it. 
He's experimented with bringing him off the bench. All of a sudden, his hamstring is hurt. He plays poorly, and everybody asks him about it, and he says, I don't have time to deal with people's feelings. Darvin Ham is handling this differently than Frank Vogel did. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the results are the same. Yeah. Which is what I said to you at the time, that I felt like Vogel was being scapegoated. And I like Ham. I hope Ham is here for a long, long time. But as I said to you many, many a times, one cannot just eat ham alone. No, but I will tell you that uh, a good honey-baked ham around Thanksgiving, should it be sitting by itself in the kitchen, I will come up on that thing and I will slice it piece by piece and just stand around and just eat it in chunks. Do you I like mean, ham on pizza? Do I like ham on pizza? Um, I could go there. I'm not yeah. really like a Hawaiian pizza kind of guy. It doesn't. Have, what about if I don't have the pineapple? It's just the ham. That's fine. I can do ham. Yeah, I can do bacon. I can do chicken. How does rabbi feel about the ham? He doesn't feel real good about it. He doesn't feel real good about it. Not at all. Not at all. Probably. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's a good song, man. Still a good song. It's a great song. Yeah, 1981. I was Ileum. What? What, Laura? You didn't understand that? What? You were what? Ileum. Okay, Cappy. That's what we're doing. What's, that's, that's how I say 11. Mm. Yeah, we know. Certain people have different mm-hmm. ways of saying things, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've heard of tomato, tomato. There's 11 and 11. 11. 11. So, I missed yeah. you, Cappy. I missed you too. How was Dallas? It was aight. How was the boo? The boo's great. I, Dallas is just aight though, right? Dallas, look, it was a place that I needed to go to unplug and that's what I did. I mean, Right, no, the, but as a city, it's just aight. Yeah, it's aight. I honestly thought, I told Amanda, I was like, I was... I thought I was going to see like cows and stuff, but no. I mean, it is what? very developed. I know. No, no, no. Dallas is like a real city. No, like, I know. I know. It's a real city. It's a massive. It like, is a massive. So it was a joke out. because yeah. a lot of yeah. people think that there's nothing in Dallas. Really? Yes. yes. So when I told my friend, he laughed and we, we all laughed. It was like a joke, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I guess we're going to get it. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, it horses. was. Exactly. It was. Yeah. All right. Like, it's cool. I. I'm usually someone that's really busy when I go to cities, and I didn't really do anything. Like, the biggest thing there that I went was Whataburger and the Reunion Tower. What did you think of Whataburger? Whataburger. In-N-Out is 100% better. 100%. Whataburger's just too big. It's it's the I couldn't finish the burger. It's too it's much. Frozen. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. It's not fresh like In and Out. I'm obviously a homer. The guy that helped me was super sweet. He was like, "What do you think? What do you think? What do you think?" Like every second, he would come. Like, what do you think? Did you like walk in and announce like, "Yo, I'm from no, California. No, my friend did. I'm my, an In and Out person. No, and I'm trying one burger to see how it compares. My best friend did. So uh, yeah. he or she? It's a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he did that for for Christian and I. So it mm-hmm. was a little weird because the guy kept saying, "So what do you think? What do you think?" And I'm like, right. "It's it's cool." Like, you, didn't, you didn't tell him it was bomb. You told no, him it was all right. It was all right. Like mm-hmm. it is just all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will yeah. say their ketchup, their like spicy ketchup, whatever it is. That good. stuff is good. That it was good. That was really good. Yeah, but their burgers are too big, and it just yeah. yeah, they're just all right. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Who's uh, who's a little Frenchie that I see? Uh, I saw a video on Twitter. Uh huh. I think you were in a car, and somebody had a little Frenchie, and I was like, oh, look at that little doggy. Who yeah. Dog was so that? my best friend and his girlfriend have a little Frenchie, mm-hmm. and uh, Frankie is super crazy. He did not like Christian. Frankie the Frenchie is actually yeah. a great name. Yeah. yeah, Frankie the Frenchie. Did he bite? He does not bite. He's super friendly. But every time I was around, like he was fine with Christian alone or with me alone. But if we were together, he would go at my boyfriend, which I thought was really funny. Oh, really? Did you protect your boyfriend? Did you step in in front of the boo? Like, hey, no, you want why? a piece of me? Frankie's Frankie little. Frankie's little. Big bark, though. <laughs> He's Scary. tiny. <laughs> Scary dogs. No, but yeah, Dallas was super nice. It rained and it poured and I felt like I got a shower on Monday. But other than that, it was cool. It was, it was a nice city. But I... I would go back, but I'm not like, oh my god, I can't wait to go back. Is that no, it? it's there's no, yeah. there's no really, I mean, I it's an okay way. city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, not it's like fine. That. It's fine. Yeah. Um, by the way, you know who's uh, you know who's in the Frenchie business is Kendrick Perkins. Yes, you know, he I've is. seen that. He's a breeder, right? 
Yeah. He owns yep. like a company that breeds them, but they have yeah. they're, they're those fluffy Frenchies with the long fur, which I don't think yeah. they're as cute. I don't, I don't know think anything so about fluffy Frenchies. Oh my god, Cap, they're so expensive. They're called like big big dog exotics, I think. Yeah, like big that. dog exotics. Yeah, big dog exotics. I know my kids are all like, Dad, can we get another Frenchie? I'm like, no, this one's eight years old. We got it a long time ago. And uh, now, yeah, eight years ago, right? And now it's like the price of these Frenchies has gone up. Oh my god, Cappy, like, if you do want it. one, I mean, the Buddha they do breed them. Don't so, shop, adopt. You. Well, that's what that's I said. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go buy a dog. I want to. I would take a. You know, I would take a dog from you know, like a shelter or something. You know, you want to take my mom's dog? She's no. old. Uh, <laughs> now you just hand it off to me. Let him. Let the dog die with him. <laughs> no, you know, so you don't have to deal with it, ma. <laughs> no, my mom rescued her two years ago, and she's. I was the one that took care of her, and I'm not there no more. So, gotcha. if you want one, hey, you know, I see Big Perk is. Uh, I knew that he was a Frenchie breeder. Did you happen to see his post the other day? And and I'll tell you this, it, it freaked me out. What? He had this post that at his kid's school. Oh yeah, that there's some random dude saying he's going to hurt people or something like that. Right. And, and he said and, he's not sending his kids to school. Right. And Perk said, hey, we've contacted the police. There's a guy standing outside the school threatening the children and no one's going to come do anything about it. Well, I'm not sending my kids to school until this guy is removed. And I thought to myself, if that was me and my kids and if I were Perk, I would show up at the school and I'd be standing there waiting for him. Yo, we got a problem. That's yeah, I'd but I don't know George. if that's the way to handle that either, to be honest with you. I mean, because plus, what if like, the guy's armed? Yeah, we don't even know the whole story. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just going off of, you know what I mean? Like, we don't even know what yeah. the hell's going on. All right, maybe yeah. we should get Perk on. I need to talk to him about Perk. No, I don't need stuff. to have him to talk yeah. about that. And he Frenchies. probably does not to want to talk about Frenchies, too. I disagree. I'd rather talk about Frenchies with him. I disagree. By the way, he wouldn't have posted it. Speaking, now, how do you feel about the, I know you've been very anti Will Smith. Um, how do you feel about the Lakers inviting? Well, now the Lakers do this thing where they invite like famous people to come talk to the team all the time. Do they have to be famous? Does everybody have to be famous? I it's general. I don't know if it's just if they're famous, but more times than not, it seems like it's really super famous people. Um, it's like a thing Palinka likes to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had Will Smith there, and they've posted all these pictures. And I, I I'm curious, you specifically, because you've been very very vocal about your uh, disdain towards Will Smith post slap uh, mm-hmm. i'm curious to see how you feel about that um i feel like you've brought more negative energy around the team that's how i feel about will smith until chris rock publicly comes out and okay. says we're cool i'm on team chris rock still and i know a lot of people get upset when i talk about this they're like come on dude get over it i'm over it i was more I upset know. not long after but I'm holding on until Chris Rock accepts the apology, until mm. Chris Rock really comes out publicly and says, Will Smith called me, we spoke, we're all good, he apologized, blah, 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 I'm still on Team Rock. Hmm. I'm with you, Cap, but not for those reasons. Like, okay. I'm with you on them bringing him in. I feel like it's too soon after, like you said, this, this incident where there was a lot of, it was a negative energy situation. I feel like it's way too soon to be thinking about, like, bringing him in for a feel-good moment because... That's not what people think about when they think of Will Smith right now. So everybody who speaks to the Lakers as a team, George, you're telling me everybody has to be like ultra Hollywood famous? I don't know, bro. I'm just telling you, they take a lot of famous people that come in and do it. Yes. Well, the reason I'm asking. You want to be there, huh? Because, you well, want to be well, the guy yeah, that talks to yeah. the team? Well, well, hold on. Not want to. Let me explain the difference b- between what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Not wants to. I'm offering my services. Oh, my God. See the difference? Do you guys see the difference? Wanting to is like, hey, Mm. can I please come and speak to the team? But offering my services. Why would they want you to speak to to the team? Well, why'd they want Will Smith? Uh, Because he can actually hit something. Ooh. I mean, I didn't didn't make that tweet up. I just read it, but it's true. Because he can hit something. Mm -hmm. Well, I asked, can he shoot threes? There's that. Mm -hmm. But he can hit something as if the, the Lakers can't hit the side of a barn. Uh, can't hit the ocean throwing the ball out of the boat. Is that how the phrase goes? But Will Smith can hit something because he hit Chris Rock. Is that the deal? I mean, he can nail something. I'm just saying. Maybe he could teach him something. I mean, look, George, all I'm saying is this. I'm offering my services. That's all. If Jeannie's listening right now, if Rob is listening right now, if you are looking for someone to come in and speak to What would your speech... Actually, you know what? I'm curious. Uh, Because we got to talk to Slee in like two minutes here, or like Mm -hmm. three minutes. Mm -hmm. What would just give me like a thirty-second elevator pitch on what your your talk would be with them, like your TED talk? I'm going to talk to the Lakers about how to handle adversity 
which everybody in sports likes to say because it's cliche. It's how you handle adversity. It's not about getting knocked down. It's how you get up, the Rocky line. Um, Okay, well, some of you guys in this locker room have had to deal with that coming up, while others of you guys have kind of had it sort of easy. Let's face it. Um, Let's talk about real life, something you guys haven't really, really lived in probably the entire part of your NBA career. Let's talk about real life. Let's talk about getting outside of this locker room and real life. And I'm a real guy, whereas Will Smith is just another rich, famous guy. So I'm well, you're way offering. past 30 seconds on this elevator pitch already. Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't have a clock on I, I'm already at like the. I'm already Clearly. at the floor I need to get off on. I didn't have a clock. I didn't have a clock, you know? Yeah. Uh, here's yes. all I'm saying. I'm not asking to go speak to the Lakers. I'm simply offering my services. I get it, That's but you, I gave you a chance to pitch it, and you didn't. You didn't pitch anything. I did. You pitch. said I'm a real guy, and no, Will no, Smith no. is not a real guy. I said that I'm going to speak about real life adversity, okay. something that these guys have not had to deal with in the rich and famous world of being an NBA star. Right, but most of them actually dealt with it twenty thousand times over prior to getting to the NBA. Okay, well let's let's talk about some. So real what adversity. are you going to present to them that that has they haven't gone through in their life, George? I'm not going to give this all. All the way on the air. Okay. Okay. That that, that is. This is People why people pay I good am... money for this. Correct. Oh Thank you, Lindsay. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. All right. right. com for all your bookings. Cited.com. Well, dot co. Right. Thank you. Dot co. Mm. Yeah, like that. like yeah. That's right. Okay then. All right. Yeah. I mean, what is, Will, what is Will Smith going to do? Walk in and get in. Now tomorrow, tonight they win, and everybody gives Will Smith all the credit. Ooh, whatever Will Smith said, that must have been it. I mean, no, probably not. Is my guess, but. <laughs> He should have been at the Warriors practice and not the Lakers. Oh. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. That's what we call Sliwa around here. Uh, Grant in L.A., Sliwa's going to join us in a second, but Grant in L.A. just said, Cappy explaining to the Lakers how to handle adversity. Quote, you create a fuss, you leave, you creep, and then you create a music video. Done and done. And what I said to Grant was, you know, Grant, you really get it. He really, really does. He's a great listener. He's got good ears. Must use Q-tips. Clean his mouth. He's uh, he's a good listener, Grant in L.A. And he's a great Photoshopper. And he gets it. Um, I Tigga says, Ke- I Tigga hmm. is a tweeter. Okay. He tweets, um... There's a lot of people out here who feel no different about Will after the slap. There are far worse people on earth that have done worse. Why are people dragging this out? I'm with you. I'm just like, whatever. I don't care enough like to get outraged by Will Smith. Like, who cares? I don't think I don't know if anyone's outraged. I just feel like it's a dumb move, especially for like the Lakers and the situation that they're in right now. Um, yeah, I mean, he's still like a pretty renowned, uh, like famous person, and they like famous people there for those things, so I mean, I, I get it, but like, whatever. Like, I, I, none of those things like actually move me that move the needle for me one way or another. So, hmm. Well, I uh, I would love to know if they recorded whatever Will Smith spoke about. And I mean, I'd love, probably. I'd love to see it. I'd love Go to watch see it on backstage about. Lakers on Spectrum. Maybe so. they'll have it. Maybe Slee was there. Slee, were you there for Will Smith? Not there for Will Smith. Didn't get the invite, guys. Did not get oh, the invite. That's insane. Now, now, Cappy wants to. Cappy says, no, "Forget Will Smith. No, no bring not him there. once, not once." Uh, Slee, I'm offering yeah. my services to the Lakers. <laughs> I'm not breaking down the door, going, "Hi, can I speak to the team?" I'm saying, "Should you need me, I would make myself available. We'll check my schedule. That's all." <laughs> so you'll you'll be in there trying to help their zero and three start. Whatever it takes, Cap. Whatever it takes at this point. Well, Slee, let me tell you something. You know, George asked me for a you know an elevator pitch. You know, as someone who has coached a terrible, terrible team, I once coached a little league team to an zero and nineteen record. But you see, Slee, when you're down, you're not really out. Not when you have another opportunity facing you the next day, and every day is an opportunity to get better. And you know what, Slee? When you finally break through, and my 0-19 Little League team did, we were 1-19, but we celebrated like we won Game 7 of the World Series with a walk-off Grand Slam in the bottom of the ninth. I understand the mentality, Slee. That's all I'm saying. Cap, please tell me we're not, they're not 0-10, and then 0-12, and and then we're getting close to that number. Hopefully we're not dealing with that or anything close to that. 
Well, I have called for a victory this evening, Slee, just so you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, they got to win tonight, right? Like, if they don't win tonight, like, bro, it's not like Denver's been all that good and, you know, Porter's not playing. Murray is still not looking like Murray yet. Like, this is their chance. Yeah, so they're, it's kind of funny. So they're, what, I think two and two now and a couple of the wins. It's the last two wins for the Blazers, one against the Lakers, one against Denver. So they beat each of these teams. That's that's both of their L's. Mm-hmm. Um I know Denver is one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA, so if the Lakers can, for how bad they've been shooting, for how bad the offense has been, for how bad it's just been overall offensively for the Lakers, if there's a game to maybe get back on track. But they're still, I think, what is it? They're five-and-a-half-point favorites, so it's almost similar to that that, uh, Clipper game where I think the spread was exactly the same. So most people still don't think they're going to win this one, so we'll we'll, we'll see how how it plays out. Um, by the way, great tweet from Big E, Eric Herrera. Would Cap show AD a video of him getting hit by the softball before the softball game and telling him, quote, I know your pain? Yes, I would. I would explain that to him, but I'd also explain <laughs> to him that you got you to gotta suck it up, man. You know, I mean, I may have gotten hurt the day before the softball game, and I may have given up the game-winning home run, but who was out there giving you everything he's got? That's the difference. Showed up, Cap. Yeah. You showed up. I mean, I did. I mean, I, I, you know, I lost for my team, but yeah, you didn't do all that well. <laughs> no, but I mean, I did show up at least. You know. So, Slee, it, are we gonna are we gonna do the? Uh, I mean, everybody's watching this game basically to see how they do without Russ, right? Like that's the most yeah. obvious thing ever. So, if they win without Russ, um, there's going to be an indictment on him, whether it's fair or unfair. Now, Stephen A. Smith said today on the pregame on ESPN that no matter what happens, he's been told he that Russ is going to come off the bench on Friday. Um, if that indeed is true, I actually believe that could be helpful. Like, where do you stand on the uh, playing him on the bench as opposed to being in the starting unit? What, like, does that stuff even matter to you? I, I think it does. I mean, but you are right about this. There will probably be an overreaction either way, especially if the Lakers win their first game and Russ is not there. Definitely, there will be an overreaction that hey, this is all. Uh, it's because of this that the Lakers won. Um, I, I stand, Travis and I were talking a little bit about this this morning. I really, really believe there's, and this isn't going to be shocking or surprising, there's only two guys on the team that should be guaranteed anything. When it comes to minutes, when it comes to starting, when it comes to closing games, it's Braun and it's Anthony Davis. I was, you know, I, 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 I look at it this way. It's not like Russ, who has got off to a really bad start. He's shooting 28, 29% from the field. He's shooting 8% from the three-point line. He's got off to a really, really bad start. And that's not – the whole Lakers team is shooting 21% from three. So it's not like, you know, everybody's killing it or anything along those lines. Um, I think they're better off with him coming off the bench. I think they're better off with just make it performance-driven. If he's having a good game – and you think he should be in towards the end, awesome. If he's not having a good game and he only plays 15 minutes because other guys were performing well and maybe his performance, he was struggling from the field or whatever the case is, or defenses are sacking off of him like they have the last couple of games and just basically baiting him to shoot, then play him less. And, and I, don't, I, I think Darvin Ham is really, really, really trying to do the right thing, and he's trying to, at least early in the season, weigh his options. I think it's pretty fair to say three games in, it's okay to try Russ off the bench. It's okay to limit his minutes if he's not playing well. So I think it is something. And I'd love to see Austin Reeves in that starting lineup, at least for now, and see how things kind of shape up from there. But I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but are they in a position to wait 20 games to try something oh, different? Oh, hell no. I don't no, think and, they are. Hell no. And, and Darvin Ham already, with his comment the other day about I don't have time for people's feelings, um, he's thinking about the what's good for the team, not what's good for one guy. But here's what I'll tell you. If the Lakers win tonight, I don't think Russ plays on Friday at all. Because you know why? Hey, dude, you're hurt. I want you to continue to get treatment. I want you to be 100% when you come back. You can't possibly be out on Wednesday. But boom, magically, you happen to be back. Hey, take your time. Let's get you some proper treatment. You must be hurt really bad. So, see, Cappy, well, and, here's what he's doing, Slee. He's, he doesn't believe that he's actually hurt. And by the way, a lot of people uh, agree with me. They're like, yeah, I'm questioning this. I mean, a lot of people? Thousands? Not No, no. Check that. Millions. Right. <laughs> I, I Listen, I, I, I don't want to... 
if the guy is out, the guy's out. And there's nothing that, you know, and I, I know people are trying to tie things back to, well, well look what happened on Friday, that uh, the preseason game against the Sacramento Kings where he only played five minutes, he came off the bench. He said that's why he had the hamstring issue. And then a few days later, he did play against, I think it was the, I think he's averaging close to 30 minutes a game. I'm going to take, I'm going to give, whatever there's an injury, I'd, I'd prefer giving that person the benefit of the doubt and saying, okay, if they're out, then that means they can't play. And it's not like Russ is one of those guys that as much as Laker fans are frustrated with his performance, he does show up to work. That's never you know been an issue with him, at least last year. And I'm sure you know we'll see what happens for the remainder of this year. I just look at his performance. He's not playing well. So if he does not garner 30 minutes of play, then he doesn't garner 30 minutes of play. And if early in the season you want to try something new and you want to bring him off the bench, I think it's better for us. I think it's better for the Lakers, and that's what Darvin Ham should focus on. Slee, doing the pregame right after us at 5.30 today. Slee, we're all counting on you for a victory today. Okay, pal? It's on you, Slee. I'll do my best, guys. All right, pal. There you go. All right, guys. Thank you. Check out Travis and Sliwa at 10 a.m. each and every day here as well. Slee on the the pre and post game uh, here on the station and halftime, for that matter, as well. So, real quick, the community has pointed something out. Now, I, I did not hear exactly what chris said i heard him playing jerry lee lewis talking about I the didn't jerry lee lewis he, thing yeah yeah i didn't realize he killed him um but apparently it wasn't just chris apparently tmz was the one that originally killed him now tmz does not get these things wrong very often wait so is jerry lee lewis alive or is he dead he is alive according to one of his reps who uh sent an email to variety uh the quote is he's alive tmz reported erroneously off a bs anonymous tip and they used the actual word not bs uh, Lewis's rep told Variety. I this is one of these things I would have gotten wrong. I actually thought the way Chris said it was, you know, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis died at eighty-seven years old. I, I didn't think he said it like today, but I think people took it as today. I no, no, it is. He thought it was today because it, there was a TMZ report that he died. Oh. oh, see, I thought he died a long time ago. My bad. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jerry Lee. Jerry Lee Lewis is still alive, really. Eighty-seven. Had no idea. Should get him on the show. Why don't you hit him up, Linz? See if he'll come on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just, just to, to find let out. Us know just he's be like, still hey, alive. Jerry Lee, we just wanted yeah. to chat. We, we all thought everybody thought you were gone, man. So I mean, yeah. I could be here. wrong, but my guess is maybe he's not doing so well if somebody said that he was dead. So that's just a just a hunch. Just a guess, yeah. huh? Yeah. Just a yeah. guess he's not doing well. But TMZ doesn't get all of these things wrong, man, anymore. So that's why the fact that they came back and retracted it is like, whoa. But did they report it today? Like, hey, he died today? Yes. Oh, my God. Did you not hear me the happened, first time yes. I said that? This happened nah. within the past couple of hours, Cap. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with it. The way, the I way Chris either. said it, the way Chris said it, I thought he was saying like on this date in history, he just yeah. didn't tell us which date it was. Yeah. So that's how I heard it. Yeah. Uh, Crypto Ray just says, lay off Will Smith. It's just a snap, uh, slap. Excuse me. It's not like when Morales killed Jerry Lee Lewis. Fair. Yeah. I... Now, you know, I've joked that my friends at the Levitard show have like a fine system and killing someone is $50. Okay, so do you want to do the exact same thing? Greg I don't know. Should we put like, like, like in ago. a pot? Yeah, like, you know, we can maybe have like lunch on it later or something, like have some tacos or something. So know. Morales now owes $50 because he killed Jerry Lee Lewis. I mean, yeah, perhaps. $50 in the kitty. There you go. Sorry, Morales. You're the first person to go down. So, all right, coming up next. Without Westbrook tonight, what kind of team are they actually? <laughs> Let's get into that a little bit because uh, I, I I have some thoughts, but I, I don't have any clear thoughts. I, I don't know if anyone really knows, but I've got some thoughts on it. We'll get into that on the other side, plus what you need to know. We're back in two minutes, 710 ESPN.